Suppose you put 100 pesos in a savings account with a guaranteed annual interest of 2%. How much would be in your account at the end of 5 years? Is it A. More than 110 pesos? B. Exactly 110 pesos? C. Less than 110 pesos? D. Impossible to tell from the information given? Or is it letter E? You don't know. This was one of the questions in the financial inclusion survey conducted by Banco Central ng Pilipinas to assess the level of financial literacy in our country back in 2019. The correct answer is of course letter A, more than 110 pesos, following the concept of compounding interest. Only one in three respondents answered correctly, while another one in three conceded that they didn't know the correct response. The survey results, although not surprising since 71% of Filipino adults do not own a bank account, are rather a clear sign that we lack some of the basic understanding of interest rate and inflation and on how these affect our ability to spend and save. Party list representative Sharon Garin filed House Bill 9058, otherwise known as Savings and Investments Act of 2021 which aims to equip young Filipinos with the right tools for long-term savings and investments before senior high school and college studies. This sounds like a promising initiative to help improve financial literacy in our country. But will it be enough to change our behavior towards money? Will this finally stop us from using credit cards as our emergency fund? everyone and welcome back to another exciting episode of Banana Q Podcast. This time we are talking about a topic very close to my heart, something that we Filipinos tend to avoid, and that's personal finance, money management, savings, investment, and what have you. And for this occasion, we are joined by the brilliant mind behind That Broke Pinay Podcast, a show for Filipinos wanting to improve on managing their finances. The one and only Roma Miklat. Yo, Roma, how are you? Hey, Ray. Hi, everyone. Thanks. Grab it with that introduction. I, parang na pressure ako ng very, very light. <laughs> but I want to thank you for inviting me to your show. It's a Banana Q podcast, and I want to say hello to all your listeners. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoy and you get a lot of things from this episode. Yes, and great to have you here, Roma. And you're originally from Manila, Philippines, and now you're living in the beautiful city-state of Singapore. How did that happen? Yes, I am born and raised in Manila, pure-blood Manilenya. Tagalog, guys, Mandaluyong. I'm from Mandaluyong. Yeah, so what happened is when we got married, my husband uh, landed a job in Singapore. So he went here for the first month and then I followed. Mm. So uh, we've been here for, oh my gosh, how long have we been here? Almost seven years, I think. Oh, wow. For our dear listeners, Roma is a seasoned content creator. And she started with creating beauty blogs in 2014 and shifting to minimalism in 2016. And she's a pioneer to podcasting with Roma's self-titled show that premiered March of 2019. And now she has a brand new show, That Broke Pinai Podcast. What's the inspiration, Roma, for this new podcast? 
Wow, I am so. First of all, I want to say thank you for saying those things. I am so impressed because you guys are well researched. Yeah, we have a research department, Romeo. Don't worry about it. So brilliant, feeling, Okay, first of all, this is the first guessing of uh, that broke penai podcast, and uh, you will hear it first on the Banana Q podcast. And you're right, Ray. As you all know, as you know, I have my original show, the Rama Miklat podcast. And in that show, I have the adulting series where I talk about the things that, you know, every adult must understand and prepare for in this lifetime. And I had episodes about preparing for marriage, a budget for when you have when you want to have your own home, to name a few. Then in one of my collaborations with another show. I pitched in the topic of uh, financial shame, and we openly and shamelessly discussed why Pinoys are afraid to be called koripot or stingy <laughs> and the quote-unquote accepted money practices that we have. Mm. And we were laughing so hard. We were laughing our heads off because of the revelations that, you know, came by as we were recording. Mm. But it was also freeing to say that Hey, me too. I did that. Ako din. Gastador ako. Ayoko rin matawag na koripot. Without the judgment. So then, when that uh, episode came out, it had traction. Because, probably because people can relate. After that episode, I felt that I was released of the shame. Mm. (laughs) And I had a lot of ideas in my head. Because I can't. Because you know what? I can bet on this, Ray. I'm sure I'm not the only one who experienced that feeling of vulnerability ah, yes. and insecurity when it comes to our fi- our personal finance, right? Yes. But then in my head, I wanted to have a show that is different. Mm. Think about this, Ray. Like there are so many tutorials, trainings, seminars on how to be a millionaire, right? Yes. Or how to a huge amount of money, even books and articles that you can find online. But why is it that not everyone have savings? Yes. Why are we still in debt? Right? So it's a sore topic, right? Yes. That's because, you know, these articles and pieces of advice, they only serve as a band-aid solution to our financial problems. Right. And in my opinion, you have to understand where the problem is coming from. What's the root cause, diba? Mm. Sabi nga ng mga doctors, why can't you not save? And understanding your financial behavior is part of every person's financial awakening. This is one of my favorite words, financial awakening. And that is why, to answer your question, that Broken Eye podcast came about. That's amazing. I absolutely love the adulting series of the Roma Mikot podcast. And I listened to your conversation with Miss Therese, financial advisor. And you're right. It's really liberating to talk about things that, I don't know, we are ashamed to talk about, like our financial status. And also that brings me to my next question. Why? Why are Pinoy's so insecure and afraid to talk about money? What's the root cause? You know, Ray, that is a very, very good question. And this, the way I'm going to answer this, I'll be speaking from Anoha. Experience and observation. Mm. Not to generalize, but a lot of Filipinos are prideful, yet very insecure, especially when it comes to finances. Mm. Even I was, you know, financially insecure in the past. So I thought a classic example would be, for example, 
say you're in a group of you're you're within a group of friends. Mm-hmm. And whenever the topic of discussion is about shopping or what's on sale or how a friend would showcase her latest buys, the buy, mm. this is my newest bag, this is my latest gadget, we're so inclined to listen and participate. We wanna, we always have opinions, uh. and we wanna share it. Versus when someone talks about, I don't know, new business ventures, insurance, or stock market, you fold. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're not interested. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Right? You talk to another friend or you go around the room, right? Because they say that, you know, those topics, they, those are just for people with money. Hmm. And the financial security does not just end there. Hmm. Right? Not just the avoidance of the topic, but also when we're so defensive, like I said earlier, we don't want to be called goripot hmm. or stingy, right? And what's worse, we almost cannot tell them that I'm on a tight budget. Yeah, why? What's wrong with that? Yes, right? Or you can even say na, oh, doon lang tayo sa budget friendly. Ah. Can we go somewhere like budget friendly? Kasi I paid all my bills right now, right? <laughs> Yeah, but you're not even proud to say now. All oh, my bills are paid, and I cannot. I, this is all I can afford. You can't yeah. do that. That's so wrong. I mean, is it because we are we Filipinos are naturally judgmental? Like when we, whenever yeah. we see somebody <laughs> repeating the same T-shirt in a week, we we, we always think that hey, how come you don't have yeah. any, enough budget for for clothing? Or, or sometimes, right? Speaking of that shirt, mm. when you take a picture and mm. you know someone would say, "Why do you always wear the same shirt?" Yeah. I'm like, I have a washing machine. <laughs> you know, shirts are recyclable, right? You, you can wash and wear. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, right. I think it's a uh, way. Uh, it's as if we have this image that we have to live up with, mm. because if not, you know, like like what we mentioned earlier, the examples, the people around us or the people around you will look at you as purita, mm. yun, poor, yes. <laughs> shameful, just because you don't have the latest in fashion, the latest in gadgets, or even before you. You don't travel enough. You, you don't travel ah. so much. Diba? Parang, travel. We are judgmental, naturally. And we are also yeah. so concerned and insecure about what other people think about us, right? So it's a very bad combination. So yes. It's probably the reason why we always drink coffee from Starbucks versus a five peso instant coffee. Even though we may not be able to sustainably afford it, but because we want to yeah. appear somebody who can afford, that's why mm-hmm. we go certain lengths. Yeah, there are a lot of fact- factors talaga that come in play why Pinoy's are financially insecure. Mm. But for me, what's important is when you realize that mm. you're financially insecure, when you find yourself not engaging about mm. yung, yung financial topics, you have to ask yourself, where is this coming from and what am I going to do with this insecurity? Because mm. sometimes you know that you're insecure, but then you don't do anything about it. Ah, yes. Right? Yes, yes. You, you deny it. So that's where the problem comes in. So even if there are a lot of solutions that's coming in your way and you try it, you feel like, why is it not working? Why it feels, parang budol lang naman to. It's fake. <laughs> well, actually, it does work. It's just that you don't, because again, it's a band-aid solution that you're giving to yourself. So it's not long-lasting. It's not mm. sustainable, right? Yes. Roma, you mentioned financial shaming. Can you share more what, what that exactly is? Financial shaming is a factor on your financial awakening. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So, for example, oh, sige, I'm going to use myself as an example. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, Nike is a brand for those with money. Okay. I didn't have rubber shoes. I only have, uh, what do you call this? The one that looks like a kung fu shoe. Ah, yes, yes. Something that looks like a sneakers but doesn't have... Yes, yeah. but it's not branded, right? Yes, yes. Advan or something. Yeah, Advan. I yeah. used to wear that as well. I know exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> so that, right? So whenever we, we see or we hear our my siblings mm. who would say that, Wow, Nike. I want to have those. <laughs> But it's expensive. So I know that if you want to look expensive, Mm. if you want to look mayaman, you have to have those brands. And if you don't have that, you will not be, not naman respected, but there's a different way the people will see you. If two people come in, uh, they would come in a room, one is wearing branded clothes and one is wearing, you know, the very generic ones. They would give much attention to Uh, those with branded clothes. So that's where the financial shaming comes in. For example, me as growing up, I am forcing myself to get branded stuff. Mm. I want to feel respected. I want to feel like I want to be looked up to. I, I have the same feeling. And what's worse is I actually bought fake Nike shoes. So the brand name was Mike. And what I did was <laughs> I used a white correction marker to change the letter M to letter N. So that it looks like For Nike. Real? Yes, yes. So I felt the same pressure <laughs> that you've mentioned that, hey, if you don't have branded items, then you're not part of the in-team or the in-group. That's why we, we do all sorts of crazy things just so we belong. You see, that's the pressure, right? And you're how old? Mm. Uh, like teen, teen years, yes. right? You can already feel that you have to up, you have to live up a certain reputation, that you have to have this so that people will see you as cool as, you know, even though you've been saving up, I don't know, probably your your baon mm. or your allowance for the last 12 months just to, you know, get this. And then after th- after that, what? Another new thing comes in. Tapos hindi na uso yung sayo. Pero kakabili mo lang. Tapos So, alam mo there sabi ko nga siya, a lot of things come into play when when it, when it we talk about financial shaming. And going back to my point, we we don't want to be called guripot. For example, there's a reunion. Mm. Oh, you let, let's uh, let's meet sa ganitong ganyan. Eh, di syempre, magpe-prepare ka ng, you have to be bongga kasi again, you don't want to look poor. Ayaw mo mag... Parang, ba't ganun? May trabaho ka naman, pero ba't mukha kang naghihirap? Yeah. So, you really have to buy new clothes? Ah, yes. I, I came to... <laughs> so sorry, guys. <laughs> That's why my podcast is called That Broke Pinoy Podcast. Kasi I'm that gastadora. Like, you know, okay, so we'll have a reunion. Sige, let's... I, I need to look so nice. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm working in Makati and, you know, I've, I'm working in a marketing department and I should look good. Siyempre, hindi ka naman po wedding pumunta doon na mukha ka namang dinaanan ng ilang pasahero ng bus. Diba? Ah. <laughs> Pagdating mo, obvious, obvious, nag-commute ka, no? Siyempre, you wanna, lo- you wanna, you wanna arrive <laughs> in a reunion na mukha ka namang nag-taxi, hindi ka naman mukhang nag, ano, nag-commute talaga ng mula Bonnie to Buendia, di ba? <laughs> I see. So the pressure actually is self-induced, right? Like in the first place, you were just yes. invited to a reunion. But in your mind, automatically, you had to buy a new clothes. You have to get there by taxi. So there's a lot of things that you need to do right. in order yeah. to create that impression. True, true. And they're not even telling me to, to do mm. that. Ha? It's just that I felt 
That's true. I felt the pressure is within. It it comes from mm-hmm. within because I saw or what I saw from them is that they're driving their own cars. I don't have my car. So there's the comparison mm-hmm. then that you cannot help. I mean, guys, if ever you feel this, it's totally normal. Mm-hmm. But don't panang wag kang magpakain dun sa emotions yes. na yon because. Uh, like we always say, I think in every aspect of life, it's a marathon, not a race. Mm. That's the journey of that person. For example, at a very young age, uh, mayroon na siyang bahay, they, may car na siya, may family, whatever. Like, ganun lang yung pacing ng journey niya. Yours will come later. So don't, parang huwag kang makipagunahan. Because yeah. sometimes so that's what we feel eh. Especially na, alam mo yun, everything you have to post on social media. Yeah. Like, for example, you saw someone uh, who's partying with this, you know, I don't know, influencers or people like, what am I doing with my life? I'm not even, I'm I'm at home, blah, blah, blah. Like, you forgot the things that you have, mm. right? Yeah. And then you force yourself to be someone else to a point that you're driving your finances also up to the wall. Minsan hindi mo napapansin yun eh. Like you're re- looking, you're, you're trying to reach something financial impact. I like that because I felt that as well. It seems like growing up, I always keep on thinking about what other people think of me. And that's why my decisions are no longer mine, but based yes. on how I want to present myself to other people, which is, I don't know, important at growing up because, you know, you go into a phase where you really want to, to be liked by your peers but then later on, you realize that, hey, what's the point of this? Yeah. Just think about this, Ray. You are so busy running after these people. Mm. But at the end of the day, when your bill comes in, you cannot ask them to help you pay the bill. <laughs> okay? <laughs> right? Am I right? Yes. At the end of the day, you can't bill your classmates for the clothes that you're wearing for the reunion that, hey, I dressed up because yeah. of you. And so you have to chip in. <laughs> Now that you know all these things through conversations and through your own personal experiences, is that what you call financial awakening? And how did it all happen for you? Like, when did you have this realization that financial shaming is a bad thing? And so we have to be more self-aware of how much we earn and how much we should spend on something. Yes. Uh, Okay, so... Okay, wow. So this is how it feels to be interviewed palano. So because usually, usually I ask this question to my, <laughs> to my guests. Okay, let's see. My financial awakening didn't happen like a one-time event. Mm. So it was gradual. Like four or five years ago, I just had my etana. Just go. reveal ko na yung guys. I just had my birthday month. Okay. I'm the type of person who celebrates her birthday month long. What? Wow, <laughs> that sounds grand. <laughs> <laughs> you can put that dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday is my second favorite day of the year. Okay. Next to Christmas, okay? Mm. So it's also the time of the year where I would splurge. Take note of the word splurge. Mm. Because ver- because pagka birthday mo, but there are a lot of birthday vouchers, ganyan. Yes. So, so there I was. I had shopping spree. And for some reason, I started listing my expenses. I don't know, nasobrahan ba ako ng MSG nung araw na yon. <laughs> Gusto mo magkain ng bago. I never check my, I never do that. I never list the things that I 
bought. I never checked the mm. receipts. I just like, okay, sige, I had the receipt. That's it. But I'm pretty sure I read an article on personal finance. Siguro within those weeks. So ginawa ko. And when I finished logging everything, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Sobrang surprise ako sa total amount that I spent for my makeup alone. Like, oh my God. Mm. Ganon talaga reaction ko. I thought to myself, oh my God, this can't go on, Roma. Mm. Makeup is washable. Makeup is temporary. And I'm paying so much for temporary things. Mm. And I think that was the beginning. I see. Then after that, alam mo yung parang cold turkey talaga ako. I stopped buying makeup. And then I got introduced to minimalism. Yun yun, ah. Which also changed my life. Uh, sobra, big time. Then fast forward to 2018. My, mo- my, my mom died of cancer in July. And then after all the arrangements done, my husband and I, we had a talk. Mm. We discussed that, you know, we should get the necessary plans for our family, funeral insurance, whatever. Because when my mom was hospitalized, we were blessed that my second eldest sister's health benefits from her company were extended to immediate family. Mm. So we really didn't put a lot, we didn't put out a lot of money. Mm. But of course, you have to think forward. You, I mean, in the next five to ten, five to 20 years, my older siblings will be retired and there will be no company benefits anymore. So, and also the value of money is going to be different. And when we we will be the sandwich generation na naman. And we want to break that. We want to avoid that. Financial awakening is also a personal journey. So no matter what these financial gurus will say to you, will, will tell you, diba? if you're not ready to receive it, or you haven't found your aha moment na parang, Oh my God, umayos ka, ayusin mo buhay mo, yung ganon. Mm, yeah. wala kang, if, if, if you don't have it yet, wala eh, nothing's gonna happen. So unless you have that aha moment or when you truly, truly, really want to change, no matter what happens, everything will, will just be another bunch of information right. na dadaan sa'yo. But if you're ready, no matter what it is, oh shocks, I really have to be serious about it. But why do we have to wait for something to happen? Before we, yeah. we, we have financial awakening. Is that because in school, we never really get to learn about this personal finance at a young age? Is that something that potentially is the reason why it, it comes so late for us as Filipinos? I think that's one. That's just one of the factors. Mm. Uh, we always say, why don't we include this in the curriculum? Mm-hmm. But experience is the best teacher. Ah, yes. right? <laughs> so the moment that you know you can literally see na yung savings mo na uubos just because you're sa- you're, you're paying for your meds, you're paying for the hospital bills. Yes. That's when it will really have an impact on you eh. Mm. So if imagine if you're already a retiree, umaasa ka lang sa pension, mm. where, where will you get the amount na ibabayad mo sa maintenance mo? Ah, yes. Sa annual checkup mo. Yes, you have your kids, but kids are not insurance, guys. You don't <laughs> ask yourself that. I mean, we, we have to let go of that mindset. If, you're, if your children will help you, they will. But parang hindi mo sila dapat i-sabihin na dapat gawin yeah. mo. And that's why it's really important to budget for everything. And how, how about you, Roma? How do you set your budgets? <laughs> when I saw this question, I was like, how do I budget? Paano nga ba? Oh my God. <laughs> Sabihin ko pa yung ano, maganda pakinggan o yung totoo. <laughs> no, no. Um, how do I budget? To be honest, 
there's nothing special with my with our budgeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we get our monthly salary, because it's my husband who's earning, uh, siya yung talagang earner. That's I have. I just have my side hustle. Mm-hmm. So whenever we get the monthly salary, we get we set aside the savings. Uh, which is, by the way, this is a practice that I didn't really practice before. Nito mm-hmm. na lang. Okay. <laughs> so in the past, to go to two, three years. So we set aside the savings and then payment for rent, utilities, insurance, and then another for food and grocery. And then we set aside an amount for, syempre, families in the Philippines. Kasama yan, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you have to put that in your budget kung Pinoy ka. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then... um. Another part of the budget is our individual allowance. Mm. And to the couples who are listening to this, listen carefully because you have, because I think this is important. Even if you're married, you have to have your personal allowance. You can use it to buy anything and you're not allowed to snoop around or ask, what did you buy? <laughs> Personal space. Yes. <laughs> That's respecting boundaries too. Yes. Even within the marriage. Because, um, para hindi kayo nag-aaway. Mm. Na parang kay impulse buy or whatever. But still, it's within the budget. Do whatever you want. Mm. Wow, that's diba? a really good tip. Yeah. And then, uh, I know for others, they do the tithing. Mm. Yung, yung 10% tights, diba? Yes. But for us, we have chosen, we have our chosen charities and causes. Mm. And we send out donations every month. So, ito yung masasabi kong biggest change sa budget ko. And I only started this last year. Mm. Because um, I realized that, you know, no matter how tight, mm. if you want to give back, you can. And when you give back, talagang outpouring yung blessing pabalik. Pero wag din naman maging motivation yung kasi para magiging corrupted yung motivation mo na ah, magbibigay ako para may bumalik sa akin. Mm-hmm. So, hindi ganun. I mean, you, you just give whatever it is that's what you, whatever you're comfortable with and yung bukal sa loob mo. Mm-mm. Without expecting anything in return, right? That's the point yeah. of being selfless and, you know, being generous. Yeah. You know, just maybe some random. I started with ano eh, sort of random acts of kindness kasi in the in the uh, past year, sometimes may makikita ka talaga yung mag-ask ng donation na hindi mo naman kakilala. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah yung mga ganon. At least they don't know you. You just help out, whatever. Hmm. I can imagine you started off as, oh, what's that, Agastadora. Bought a lot of makeups and all that. And come 2021, you're already very self-aware of your finances. And then you're, you're budgeting properly. And I think this is something not a lot of Filipinos are doing consciously. Like majority of Filipinos are still living paycheck to paycheck, not really thinking about, you know, how much should I save? How much should I put aside for a rainy day in the future? What, what do you advise as well if it's hard to tally my expenses because I don't want to look at it because I'm already <laughs> in the red? What do I do, Roma? I would say... Acceptance talaga. Like, you, uh. you have, even if you don't want to look at it, you have to look at it. You have to. There's this famous quote that sometimes the thing that you avoid in life is sometimes the, the thing that you need the most. Mm. So, for example, uh, you don't want to, sometimes you don't want to go to the doctor mm. because we're afraid that, you know, something, <laughs> something bad might come out of the. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Mm. Like that. 
But you have to know so that you can figure out how to address the problem. What if you're just overthinking, right? Mm-hmm. What if, after all, madali lang pala siyang i-address? If you're asking, for example, okay, uh, ito, may problem ako, I'm in the red, umutang ka na sa Bombay, ganyan, mm. ganyan. Then you have to look at the problem and you have to list down your options. Mm. What are your incoming? Ano ba yung expenses mo na nilalabas? Yung mga kailangan mo lang talaga. Mm. And then, what are the things that you can give up? For mm. example, online shopping. In the past months, Nabawon kasi utang kasi bili ka ng bili. Mm. Kasi yung mga binili mo, hindi mo naman nagagamit. Maybe it's time to sell them off. And then whatever amount you get from those things that you sold, you can add it to pay your debts. Yun. I like when you said acceptance because there's this research professor, uh, Brene Brown. She distinguished... I love her. That, you, you know her? I love her. She has yeah. a lot of uh, research. And one of the papers she wrote, she distinguished guilt and shame, right? And guilt mm. is you acknowledge that you did something wrong. And so you accept that you did something wrong and you want to correct that. And so you feel guilt. So guilt is better than shame because shame is you don't want to talk about it because you're ashamed. You feel that nothing can be done. Once you accept that you did something wrong, then you can think of ways how to correct it. And, And that's when you mentioned try to account for your expenses and then you will realize that, hey, maybe I'm spending too much in online shopping. But without diagnosing your problem, you right. yeah, you won't know. And the thing with the correction, Ray, you can, I mean, in reality, in, in life, mm. you can only do your correction moving forward. You cannot correct your past. Yes. Whatever yes. is done is done. You did it. You, you, it's already done. The, sp- the, the milk is already spilled. So what what can you do? Yeah, exactly. Rewind, right? mm. how, we, how we wish we can do that. But... That's how life works. Hmm. So, might as well correct it properly. Hmm. Hindi, yung pa- hindi yung patches lang. Sometimes for people like myself, right? Say, for example, I got scammed. Hmm. I entered into an investment because a friend of mine told me this, this will be a good passive income. But then later on, I realized I got scammed. Then I feel shame, right? Like, oh, I made a bad decision and I don't want to divulge that, you know, I made a mistake. So, I'll try to hide it and I'll try to suffer alone. Hmm. And I think it's a, it's, a, it's a very bad thing to do. So if you have made bad decisions and if you got you know, victimized by, by scam, talk about it and be open about it. Because if you try to internalize it on your own, you might get crazy. And you know, there's, it's not really healthy. There will be more problems that would arise, like emotional stress, mental issues. We've been talking about budgeting <laughs> and money. And we're, we're now trending towards decisions that we're making. And... And to you, Roma, what do you think are the top three bad money decisions? You know, when we talk about common bad money decisions, that is so true. There are a lot of things mm. that we can think of, but I will share uh, three, mm. like you asked. The first one, the very, very first one is the emotional spending, or you can also call it impulse buys. Mm. So I would, this is something that I learned over the past years that when you're very, very happy or when you're, when you're excited or you're angry or you just had your heart broken, maybe <laughs> get away from your <laughs> online shopping. I want to get even, I want to buy something. Ganyan. And then after that, like when it arrived, for example, uh, online shopping, no, pag dumating parang, kailan ko ba binili to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hindi ko maalala. Oh no. 
right? Why do why do I even got this? Mm. It's because you were at the height of your emotions. Yes. So, or for example, classic, your bonus came. Mm. Oh, diba? You're very, very happy. Sobrang bumili ka ng isang mamahaling bagay na after a couple of months, you realized, hindi naman pala yun for you. <laughs> But why did you even buy it, right? Because you're very happy. You felt that you had so much money on that day. I see. And you bought it. Like, I can buy that. I can buy that. Add to cart. Add to cart. Check out. And then, <laughs> bam. Ubos ang bonus. Yes. So, yeah. Impulse buy is a very bad money decision. So, so ano lang. Kalma lang, guys. Like, chill. <laughs> 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 Add to cart and chill. You don't necessarily... Sometimes we just have to... Uh, we just have to do the add to cart uh, thing. The notion of, you know, adding... Add to cart notion. Because mm-hmm. we love... Diba ang sarap kasi nung pakaramdam na when you do shopping, there's no limit. Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> right? Ako kasi when I go to the grocery, mindset ko dapat, hindi ako dapat lalagpas sa ganito. But sometimes it's so freeing. Put, 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 put everything. And then when you calculate everything. Mm. I do that ah, pag, when I go to the grocery stores. <laughs> the grocery store when I have enough, I mean, so much time. Mm. Siguro pag galit ako, ganyan, I put everything. Tapos bago ako pupunta sa counter, nag, nag ano, <laughs> calculate, ako. nagtatali ka. Yes. Kasi at the end of the, before I check out, I, it's, it should be within the budget pa din. <laughs> galit ako, pero dapat hindi ako gagawas sa <laughs> mahal. <laughs> Mas nakakagalit yun. Di ba? Another cause of, ano na naman yan, ako. <laughs> so, so yun, uh, impulse buys are emotional spending. You should really, you try to avoid it as much as you can. Mm. And then another is the most gas gas and or overused phrase, I deserve this. <laughs> That's the most gas gas. Oh my gosh, I deserve this. I deserve this. I deserve this. One of the one of my episode guests even said this na, yes, we deserve a lot of things. We deserve something. But not every week. Mm, yeah. Diba? So, yeah. You don't, again, you don't have to, parang sobrang tipid naman to yourself mm. and not enjoy the good things in life. Eh. You just have to understand, you just have to manage how you do it. Mm. Eto na, last na, Ray. Mm. Lack of plans. Yung wala ka talagang plano. So when you buy something, you have to have a budget and a timeline. It can't always be na, oh, I need this now. I need this now. <laughs> Krabe, ganon, agad agad. <laughs> walang bukas. Diba? Oh, walang bukas. Hindi pa di magisep. As cliche as it may sound, you need to set a budget mm-hmm. and a timeline. Uh, this is something that I learned. Over the past two years. Kasi ako ganun eh. Like, if I want it, if I want it, I want it now, I'm gonna buy it. But there is this gratification then when you plan for things. It gets you excited. Mm, right? Yes, for sure. The thing is, you don't have to buy whatever is in front of you right now. Mm. You do the reason. It's the ano, parang love story mo yan dun sa bibilin mo eh. You search for the real thing that gusto mo. And then you check options. And then you check the prices, you compare the prices, and then you plan mo na if it's gonna be a, a big ticket amount, you plan it. 
Mm. You buy it in the next three months or in the next six months. Will you be paying it in cash or will you be paying it well, using a credit card? So those things. And then when when it arrives, pag dumating na siya sa'yo, tas bayad mo na, tas ginagamit mo na, sobrang proud ka sa sarili mo na, oh my God, I'm so like an adult right now. <laughs> <laughs> diba? Ang responsable ko. Yes. There is that satisfaction for, you know, making yeah. a well-considered decision. Because that happens to me a lot as well. Like, say, for example, I wanted to buy an equipment. Say, mm. a microphone. I, I do my research, and then all of a sudden, oh, if I compare this brand with this brand, it has more bells and whistles. Mm. Then, at the end of the day, I spend maybe 10 times more than my budget because <laughs> I keep telling myself, this is a worth it buy. Yeah, you have to set a limit mm. so that, you know, you have a ceiling. Yeah, because if not... It's a very dangerous you know, zone. Awesome. So those were really cool, bad decisions that you've highlighted. No impulse buying. Emotional impulses are bad. Second is stop saying I deserve it because chances are you don't. <laughs> and lastly is plan. I like it. And I want to shift gears to my final question, Roma. And that is, what is your take on financial advisors? Uh, alam mo, this, I love this question mm. because as a Filipino, mm. I can totally, totally understand why my fellow Pinoys are hesitant to trust financial advisors. Mm. Because again, a lot of people are financially insecure. Uh, but just like what the, remember when I, when I said earlier the, the quote that sometimes the thing that you're avoiding is mm. the very thing that you need? Yeah. Financial advisors are the same. But the financial advisor should be your ally or your partner so you can manage your current assets and liabilities. So you can, you know, prepare for a, a good future or mm. you can plan for your future. But, here comes the but. But not all financial advisors are the same. Because <laughs> mm. we got it. We, we got to admit this, Ray. That there are FAs now you'll feel that you're just another sale. Ah, diba? Yes. That's right. And, and the moment that you feel that, the moment that you get that vibe, don't settle. Look for the FA that is fit for you because you have to match. Because trust and honesty between you and your financial advisor, that's very important. I mean, those are very important because remember, you will tell him or her everything. Your assets, your liabilities, your utang, your life plans. Paano siyang ano, third party sa relationship niyong mag-asawa? Yes. Kasi alam nila, kakalkalin, unless meron kayong abogado, siguro na nag, they also know your assets and liabilities. So it will be another person who will know the very intimate facts of your financial life. Mm -hmm. So, for me, financial advisors are great, but you have to find your match and you have to be comfortable with them. Because mm -hmm. if you don't want to comfortable, if you don't want to be honest, you don't want That's right. It's hard to look for a financial advisor who's genuinely there to help. Right, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if you buy product from them, mm -hmm. they get a commission. Yes. So there's there's a mismatch of incentives for financial advisors out there as well. I think it's honest to you to also be upfront about what it is mm -hmm. that you're selling and be honest about the fees that you are getting mm -hmm. one, once you make a sale, so that we remove the stigma from people, you know, not trusting 
financial advisors because maybe they got scammed or maybe not really scammed, but they were sold products that were not fit for them. That's why I keep telling my friends then to, you have to be very, yun nga, sabi ko kanina, very picky. You have to be picky kasi sometimes a presentation pa lang, you can already feel eh. Mm. Na, wala rin mo talagang pakialam sa'yo to. Mm. <laughs> Gusto lang nito makahit ng kota ngayong, ngayong buwan, di ba? Mm. And uh, I think it's uh, important because my financial advisor is my very good friend then. And mm. we've been, we've known each other for almost 30 years. So you can already, you, you can tell that the foundation of trust is there. Mm. I think that's the thing that Filipinos in general don't understand what pagkasina being financial advisor. Akala lang nila pag FA, mm. insurance agent, ganyan. No, that's part, that's just part of their responsibility. They also work with you mm. on how you manage your resources. I like so that. You, mm. But I think it also doesn't absolve you of the responsibility. Like you, yourself, need to know your own finances, right? Really learn intimately your own financial condition before yeah. even considering yourself. engaging financial advisors. You have to be very sure what you're getting into. Yes. Oo, tama naman. Kasi at the end of the day, it's your hard-earned money. Hmm. Whatever you do there, whatever you do to that amount of money, kung mawala yan, kung hindi, dapat prepared ka. Because hmm. masakit talaga sa loob. Like, for example, you go for an investment. Um, they always say that you invest the money that you're willing to let go. Hmm. If it doubled, thank God. If you lost, well, that's ganun eh. Part of it eh. Yes. Part ng investment yun, ganun talaga. But you cannot invest the amount that you need monthly. Mm. Kasi di ba, you have your responsibilities. And if you do that, parang ka nang nagsusugal noon. Parang mm. kang gambler. Parang right. itataya mo yung pangmiral ko mo. Malay mo, maganda stock market ngayon. Tataas yan. Eh, paano kung hindi? Kasi... Mm-hmm. Financial instruments have their own varying risks. And because mm-hmm. they are risky, there are appropriate investment periods. So you've mentioned equities, right? Stocks. It's not advisable to have stocks and then you're considering selling it after one year, mm-hmm. right? Because it's the, the risks involved in investing in stocks is not a one-year thing. It's usually decades, yeah. right? Because if, if you look at the Philippine Stock Exchange Index, in a span of one year, it may lose significantly, right? If you look at 2020 mm-hmm. because of COVID, it, it just got hammered. But if you look at it in average 10 years, it's actually going up. So mm-hmm. once you're comfortable, once you assess that you don't need that money in the next 10 years, then yes, probably equities is a good thing to do. But if you need it for tuition for next yeah. month, oh, why oh, the hell are you putting it in stock market? Yes. That's right. Wow, we're going to dive dive. A part, of course, from listening to that Broke Pinay podcast, is there any final tips that you want to give our listeners? Okay, before I answer that, I want to thank you, Ray, for having me again on your show. It feels great to be on the other side of the conversation. I, had, I really had a wonderful time. Pleasure is all ours, Roma. <laughs> okay, so my tip is something unconventional, okay? Mm. If you're struggling when it comes to managing your finances, you have to assess yourself and your relationship with money. You have to understand your behavior when you have money and when you don't have money. For example, whether you're a saver or a spender, you have to accept who you are. If you're a spender, maybe you need an extra income so you can sustain your spending habit. But if you're a saver... Or frugal, 
Diba? Or kuripot. Mm. Or kuripot ka. You also have to learn how to enjoy the present even though you're building your future. Lastly, set realistic expectations. Like what Ray said, educate yourself and don't be ashamed to be Koripot. That's all for me. <laughs> I love that. Thank you very much, Roma. I've been speaking with Roma Miklat joining us from the beautiful city of Singapore. Roma, thank you and stay safe. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this conversation, be sure and check out Roma's That Broke Pinoy podcast. Dee and I guested on her show entitled Mars Pautang, an episode where we share some of our funny experiences about money as OFWs and how lending money could sometimes end friendships. Thank you for listening. Bye!